0: Hey y'all, I'm Kua. And this is Kendra. And this is the Black Gems Dive In Podcast. Podcast about inclusive cultures and everything D E I. Hey Kua. Hey girl.
1: How's your week been? It's going. I'm I'm losing count of days. It's I think what's today? Tuesday. Tuesday. It feels like Monday. I don't know. I don't know what day we're we're on <laughs> or where we're at. Right. Um. Right. How, how's how's it going with you?
0: It's good. So I know we've talked about Lovecraft Country Ooh, in the show. Yes. And so I finished I actually finished that binge watched it. Okay, you know, it was kind of hard to binge watch because I had to literally take a moment to like dissect what everything yeah, was about. It's definitely but, one of those types of shows. Yeah, but it was good, though. I'm, Did you watch by yourself? I did, and at night, don't do it at night. I did, I did the same thing, and that's when I had those dreams. And, oh, I had vivid dreams, too. I had yeah. a dream that was in Emmett Till's funeral. Oh, wow. Like, at Emmett Till's funeral, which was <laughs> one of the episodes. Yeah. Right, they were at the funeral. So, just, yeah.
1: It's, it's a but lot. But it's a good show, It's though. a lot, but it's a great show. I mean, and then when I try to explain it to people, they're like, oh, what is, what? what's the show about? I'm like, well, it's historical, futuristic, yeah. monsters, magic dystopian yeah. yes but romance. i'm interested
0: i'm interested in reading the book i think i'm gonna order the book so it's based okay. off of a book right a novel so i'm interested i think i'm gonna i'm gonna read it
1: and is that the book so supposedly this guy was racist mm-hmm. and created like basically the monsters were black people or something right like that. i don't know but, but they, they turned it on his head they turned it on his head so yeah. this is it's a great show you know, we we always plug in what we're watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Besides that, I gotta I gotta get on something else. Actually, my cousin put me on to another one. It's called that something knots. Um, it's about the Civil War if it it was reversed. Ooh, it, no, that's not the one. It's something about if black people like colonize America or something like oh, that. Oh, you have to put me on to that. yeah. It's on Peacock the app. I love. I just downloaded TikTok over the weekend. It's something and not. Now I can't remember it, but um, yeah, I want to watch that one. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, we are excited. It's episode five. Episode five. That That came quick. It did. (laughs) So we have another guest, another special guest. I'm super excited to introduce. Uh, So Shatora is an attorney. She's also the chief diversity officer for the city of Buffalo um, and it's the office of diversity, opportunity, and inclusion. Um, So as an attorney, Shatora practiced immigration law from a holistic perspective. Uh, She assisted business owners and professionals to attain status in the United States. uh, But she also helped individuals and families from around the world fight for their most basic human right, the right to live without fear and persecution. So at, the city of buffalo she's a chief diversity officer and she's focused on creating and enhancing opportunities for disadvantaged populations outside of that this girl is a boss i've (laughs) known her for a long time she's super dope um and she's coming to chat with us yeah so shatora welcome we're super excited to have you on the show Um, not only that, but Shatora is a part of the Cruise Control family. Yes, Be Cruise sweet. Control Media family. Sweet. she sweet has podcast. a podcast with Jamil sweet. who produces our podcast called the b Sweet Podcast. Yeah, what Black people talk about at work. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's a great, you know, segue into what we're talking about at the yeah. Black Jims Dive In podcast. I like y'all. So name. welcome.
2: It's cute. Thank, Thank you. you. I really. Oh, we said
1: that together. Thank right, you. Right. Right. Thank
2: you. I really want to really swim in y'all ocean right now. Oh So okay. it's
1: like having yeah. family on the sofa. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. So we're going to kick it off. Um, Kendra's going to talk about our... Hot Topic of the Week. Yes. What we got?
0: So our Hot Topic of the Week is in regards to Starbucks. So we know Starbucks has been in the media for the past few years or certain, uh, some, because of their, some of their practices. Mm-hmm. And recently, Starbucks, um, they tied some of their executive pay to diversity targets. Okay. Um, and it's really interesting on some of their targets, what they're looking at. Um, and from the Wall Street Journal, they reported that Starbucks is really making sure that they increase minority representation as workforce. And they are one of the companies that are starting to look at a set of fresh diversity goals um, in in the midst of our national conversations. So the coffee chain said Wednesday that it will aim for at least 30% of its U.S. corporate Employees and forty percent of its U.S. retail and manufacturing employees to be people of color by twenty twenty five. Okay. Um, Starbucks said its metric included Black people, other people of color, and Indigenous people. So just to give you, um, just you know, some things to think about the way that Starbucks is broken down right now. They have fifty three percent white um, employees, twenty six percent Hispanic, eight percent Black. Asian, 4% multicultural, and 1% other. Um, Their chief operating officer, uh, Roz Brewer, said these aren't slam dunks, however, um, and they're going to take some work, but they know that they're headed in the right direction.
1: Okay, so tie in, I like that, tie in executive compensation to diversity goals, which means y'all don't do this, y'all ain't getting your bonus, you're not getting paid, um, something like that, or your performance is measured um, in a negative way if you're not reaching those targets. So Mm -hmm. I think that's cool. I know a lot of companies are starting to do that or at least integrate Mm -hmm. some of um, these diversity goals into performance reviews and performance evaluations. Um, Following that, so there was an announcement that followed that. So, you know, on our our first episode, we talked about corporate social justice and what Mm -hmm. people were doing, especially after the Black Lives Matter movement, especially after George Floyd's murder. Um, and organizations are starting to talk more about what they're doing. So this is something that's coming after that. Um, Shatora, I know when we talk about some of these goals, like what is, what do you think about that? Like, is it something that people should be doing? Do you think it's enough? What, what do you think on that? So,
2: when the police were called on two black men who were about to have a business meeting in a Starbucks. Mm-hmm who called the police. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And so I think, and that was an employee, right? Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. It was an employee. Yeah. Um, I don't know this to be certain, but I'm guessing it was not a black employee. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So like when you have more people who, of color mm-hmm. who are just, let's say an overall more diverse workforce, silly things like that won't happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much bias in America because of how, you know, we've been indoctrinated as a culture to yeah. view mm-hmm. each other. So, yeah, companies should be doing this. Right. And, yes, tie it to compensation right. because nobody's altruistic. And the only way to to get the horse to move forward is to dangle a carrot in front of it. Exactly. Right. So do it. Put your money where your mouth is. But also pay the people you're bringing in handsomely as well. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Right. Um, and, elevate people through the ranks so that the decision makers mm-hmm. can also be reflective of that community i right. agree so you know starbucks you know um <laughs>
1: uh, you must not you're not a starbucks drinker are you like you know
2: actually <laughs> okay okay well i'm not the biggest starbucks fan but i do drink starbucks and i did drink it over the last week or so sorry sorry <laughs> Um, you know, it's hard to find a bougie drink and I'm a bougie hot drink. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. See, I'm not
0: a coffee person, so, but I'll, I don't drink I'm coffee on the anymore. Lattes and all of that. Oh, yeah, I, drink, I drink coffee. But no Tim Hortons though. Mm. Why not? No. Tastes like burnt coffee. Yeah. It's um, nasty. It's zero. nasty. I'm not a coffee person. I wouldn't Spot know. has the best
2: drip, but I'm not a huge, <laughs> I, I kind of stopped coffee, but um, a, a tea drink, yes. to get like a tea latte or something, right. you can't just go anywhere. Okay. So, and when you're out of town, whatever. But beside the <laughs> I'm sorry. Could I could do a whole, on whole conversation my, on coffee and my tea. My bougie hot drinks. I got whole recipes. I'm waiting. Somebody's starting a coffee shop. Let me know. I got some right. recipes. Right. But, um, what like what really irritated me was you know, you couldn't wear a mask that said Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. But, oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. or
2: like any Black Lives Matter.
0: And that didn't last that and- long. They reversed no. it, because actually, I was in Starbucks this past week, and there was a guy, a barista, who had a Black Lives Matter t-shirt on, and it had Starbucks in the, on the t-shirt. So, yeah, okay. But, yeah. So, because
2: guess what? Black Lives Matter is not a political statement. It's, it's not. not. Say it louder for the people in the back.
0: Right. Please. Right, right.
1: But, I mean, I guess that's the thing, yeah. right? Like, they they before were like,
0: no, we can't do this political right. statements or whatever. Right, right. But, I mean... Right. And then part of their training, too, that the executives are having, they're mandating anti bias training. Okay. Which also causes confusion based off of Trump's executive order that came out a few weeks ago. Mm. We talked about that that on the podcast. federal
2: employees. Yes. And my thing is. I kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit, like anti-bias. Mm-hmm. I don't really agree with calling it anti-bias, mm-hmm. and what I don't know do you, how what do you y'all think feel
1: about that. Yeah,
2: I think it's more of bias awareness. Yes. Okay. Yep. Because you, I'm not anti-bias. We're right. all biased. Mm-hmm. Bias is a part of our makeup. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you need bias to survive. Right? Yeah. I'm biased against flames because they'll burn me. Right. Yes. Right. Like there's certain things that we are biased against, and so to say anti-bias. In my humble opinion, mm-hmm. is saying that bias of any kind is bad and stops people from acknowledging the fact that they right. do have bias. Right? A good no, point. you're absolutely. Right. I that's want people point. to own their biases. Right. Mm-hmm. I own mine. I know what they are. I don't say them publicly, however. <laughs> I know what they are. I know what I'm triggered. Right. But anyways, that's just another aside. That's
1: a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, the other thing that came out after that. So there's been a, a few more announcements of uh, other corporate commitments to increase diversity after a Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. uh, really picked up this year. Adidas, they're planning to fill a minimum of 30% of new positions with black or um, Latinx people. That's probably because of Beyonce.
0: What happened? Oh, oh Ivy, Park. Ivy, Park. Mm-hmm. Ivy
1: Park. Did she make that announcement
0: at Ivy uh, Park? Mm. October 2 is 30th. I can't with y'all. I
2: can't. I, I can't. know. My wife,
0: I, don't, I can't
1: afford that. She tripping.
0: It's I like $100 for expensive. some leggings. Yeah, like, I yeah. I
1: don't, I don't know. Well, you know, they somebody sell gonna love. buy them. Exactly. Mm. Um, Microsoft also announced $150 million diversity and inclusion investment and a plan to double the number of black managers and senior leaders by 2025. Wells Fargo, they also intend to double black leadership in the next five years and will evaluate senior leaders based on their progress in improving diversity.
2: My email to all inclusion. of these companies is...
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm <kidding>. Listen, <laughs> listen. Right? But you know what, though? It's also, too, we have to... For me, is how genuine is it? You know, are you just padding numbers just because you're trying to pad numbers like how genuine are you because you get people into these spaces in mm-hmm. these positions but where's the support where's the right. resources where's the culture the, the culture you yeah. know all these things it's not enough just to say we're going to have a diverse workforce by 2025 like what exactly are you doing to support employees who are in these positions
1: yeah that's well, the
0: other point
2: when i hear what did you say? $150 million or something like 150 that? $150 million from um, Microsoft. Microsoft, mm-hmm. right. So, my question is like, yeah, exactly what are you spending that money right. on? Um, because that's going to make the difference between mm-hmm. having a diverse workforce and having an inclusive one. Yeah, so it's two right? different It's, it's two different, different things, things. So, right. And that equity, like, yeah. I am, I do cost more. Mm-hmm. I do cost more. Go like, ahead. I cost more because it was harder for me to get here. Yeah. No. Nobody paid for my education. Mm-hmm. In order to, you know, achieve what I had to achieve, what I do achieve, I had to work mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, the supports weren't there, you know. So, right. and, and also, to a certain degree, like, when we step into these roles, we're representative
0: mm-hmm. of an entire... Right.
2: So yes, like how are you spending that money, Microsoft and all these other companies? But is right.
1: 150 million that much for,
2: Microsoft? for Microsoft? No, you know what I mean. Like that's how much they make an hour, right? right. So yeah. we
1: were looking up. I think the salary for Starbucks, mm-hmm. the CEO is making like 20 million. Yes. So if you comparatively think about that, it's to, token, it, right, right? Exactly. Right. So and also it also uh, the article talked about the efforts caught the attention of the labor department. And they were asking Microsoft and Wells Fargo how they plan to enact those commitments without discriminating based on race. Uh, And then both companies, of course, pushed back and said, you know, their plans wouldn't be discriminatory or illegal. Um, So it's interesting. I, I guess we'll follow this and see what happens. I know we had a listener reach out and said, you know, is this even real? Is corporate social justice even real? Right. You know, what does that mean? What are companies doing since they put out these statements? And I think we're starting to see the initiatives come through. I mean, this happened how many months? What month are we in? Like I said, I'm off. <laughs> Everything went down yeah. in late May. In May. May so, from you know. May till now, for you to come out with these, rolling out these initiatives, right. we'll see. I, we'll I guess see. I'm, I'm a skeptic, but at the same time, I want to give the opportunity to be shown like right. what, what's going to happen. Right. Right. You know? I think
2: to like whether or not it's real show up for the opportunity right you know Mm -hmm. like let's see what happens but grab it this is the closest thing to reparations we ever gone get listen Mm -hmm. ever this is true you know this is true and really it should be on corporate america for that reparation yeah um we always want to put it on government but it's who has all the money
0: Right. Who so, benefits
2: the most and I from remember, black labor? Right. right.
0: And when we, back in May or June, remember we sat down and I said, and I was joking around, I said, everybody get their resume ready. Remember I yeah. said, yeah. I said, everyone get their resume ready. And we we're just joking, we're laughing, like, what does that mean? Well, now we're starting to see what you it means. see what it means. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's like you said, it's reparations is what we've been owed all this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so be interesting to see. It's not a handout.
2: It's no. not, because let me tell you what, right? Like, every white person who has reached some level of success has been elevated by another white person or something, you know, I remember I was, this was years ago. I heard one woman say, um, well, I don't want to get a job just because I'm a woman. And somebody else said, well, men do it every day, every Mm -hmm. day. So I have never shied away from getting a job because mm-hmm. I'm a woman or I'm black or anything. Right. Because mm-hmm. that doesn't take away from what I bring to the table. Right. It only adds a little bit of flavor. It right. does. Exactly. They, and yeah. I think
1: you said it there because people, they, I think people automatically think like affirmative action. And even in affirmative action, that doesn't, it doesn't mean goals or, I mean, not it means goals and not um exactly specific numbers like oh we got buckets that we have to get this many people in that's actually illegal to do right Right. a lot of people don't understand the difference um but even still you still have to have the skill set you still have to be well prepared Mm -hmm. um to come into a role and and do that role so right it adds it adds to it but it's not everything right you know
2: yeah i was gonna say get your opportunity get your stripes and if the environment isn't for you
1: bounce that's well, exactly. That's what's happening. If <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you, boss. right,
0: right, you build your resume and while you are there, like be effective. Um, you know, make sure that you are even bringing in your own innovative, creative ideas right. because mm-hmm. a lot of times these, we talk about this all the time. A lot of times these places say we're going to put people in these particular spaces, and this is what they have based off of our agenda, right? Like, no, you have to make sure that you have a seat at the table too, and right. making sure that what you you know what well, you have in terms of the job and creating the job, you have a say in that as well, mm-hmm. we'll which is very important. Episode, seat at the table. Seat at the oh, <laughs> seat at the table. I always advocate Did y'all place for
1: that. The on we did oh, no. that can, can we do that? with, with Copyrights, not. Jamil Shagan Copyright. said no. Nope. No. So no, 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 let's <laughs> even think about. <laughs> well,
2: it. well, you can like comment on it. You know, like if you do some commentary
1: with it. Okay, you lawyer, could, you, was... you you let us know. Okay, yeah. you let us know. Yes. I'm Speaking to, of lawyer, another person to the team. <laughs> Speaking of lawyer, let's let's get into you know what you do right. in your current space. Um, how does diversity, equity, and inclusion? Integrate itself into the government. Like, mm-hmm. what does that look like at the city level, and how does that trickle down into all the different departments within the city?
2: Wow. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so when you talk about government, too, uh, it's like an internal and an external component to it. Okay. So, um, you know, government shapes policies, procedures, and things that impact uh residents mm-hmm. that impact corporations, nonprofits, stuff like that. Government gives away money, right. government gives away or sells, disposes of land, things like that. Mm-hmm. So um we touch obviously like every sector of society um for whatever your jurisdiction is. And then internally there's um the workforce, okay, mm-hmm. right? And government in and of itself is a great equalizer when it comes to offering jobs and opportunities, right? So, um, either way, whatever you do in order to impact equity, you have to do it um, with a lot of intention. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, because of the, the, the kind of executive that I work for, It is something um, that is pervasive throughout uh all government. It's what we talk about all the time. Um, We were, you know, we had a meeting um, with a a company today that, you know, wants to come to Buffalo just to, you know, do an introduction. Uh And one, if not maybe the only question we had was, what are you going to do about diversity and inclusion? Okay, You know, and and what are you going to do to really bring the community in Uh to Uh what you know what you're doing. So so everything is with intention and and um because of that when people know that that they're going to talk to anybody from the city, especially if they talk to me, right? They know that not only are are we going to push the um equity and inclusive perspective, mm-hmm. but we're also going to help them and give mm-hmm. them resources on how to do it. Okay. It's not just like an unfunded mandate, right, right, right. <laughs> it's like it's like okay, these are the pathways for you to be successful in this, and we acknowledge where it's difficult, and we we acknowledge or you know we champion where there has been strides, mm-hmm. right. So the, you know, there's a lot of ways that we that we do that. Got you.
0: So when you're looking at say like an RFP for the city or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, are you looking for like your specific role for someone who is bringing that diversity and inclusion, and if not, what you were saying you provide them with resources. What kind of resources do you provide them with?
2: So for an RFP, um, that's that's a little bit different. But the the thing about procurement overall, and Mm -hmm. when you're talking about RFPs specifically, the good thing about RFPs is that it's a value base. Mm -hmm. Uh. So yes, if a company is more inclusive, more diverse – And is going to employ more people of a diverse background or something like that, and they have other value and they meet the criteria, then, you know, we're willing to pay more for that service than for someone maybe who is more of a status quo type of company, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Overall, though, you know, we wield our power where we can Mm -hmm. and our influence. So uh, let's say, you know, we're, we're renegotiating a, or we're, we're negotiating a land sale, Mm -hmm. right. And our land sale will include community benefits. Okay. You know, we'll make sure that maybe, maybe we don't speak to the diversity of that company or their hiring goals or, or something like that. But maybe Mm -hmm. we say once a project starts moving on this land, you have to have minority and women enterprise goals, or you have to give so much of your service away to people in this demographic. Um, So whether it's identified um, by income, Mm -hmm. or I try to go with more agnostic type criteria, Mm -hmm. so really, maybe income-based or, um, like, the if, if you're in um, municipal housing or something like that, right, mm-hmm. that is, like, maybe an automatic qualifier. Okay. Um, yeah. Or maybe they're a part of some kind of a program or something. So we try to find ways to do a couple of things, right? One is to really start directing these companies, their thought process, mm-hmm. into being um, – More inclusive and maybe that means giving away some of their services to um, that part of our community Okay. or um, and and the other part of it is to really connect the community to um, the resources that are out there for them so they know all of these things I think one of the biggest disadvantages of coming from like an under-resourced neighborhood is that you don't really even fully appreciate all of the benefits out there that mm-hmm. there are for you so
1: do you think that people know about them though i guess that's the other question right well part so, of oh sorry go ahead no i was gonna say that's that's my question you know like is it is it is that something that you're also doing is going out there and telling people and letting people know about these resources that are coming
2: absolutely so okay. so we that's why i always try to tie it back to an organization okay so that the executive director or the ceo or whatever of let's say it's a nonprofit or a quasi-government Mm-hmm. um entity knows about these um, benefits and mm-hmm. then I have a tracker oh okay and so like I will throughout the year make sure that those benefits are getting honored so right. that you know and that we're tracking the um the validity of 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 that data
0: right that makes that makes a lot of sense so if we backtrack so you were saying like mwbes right and Mm -hmm. what that means and certifications and i know a lot of people are looking to get their mwbe because they're awarded certain contracts um with different projects. So can you talk about a little bit about that and MWBEs?
2: Yeah. So I'll just define it real quick. So it's minority business enterprise or women business enterprise. Mm -hmm. And if you happen uh, to be a gem, you're both. (laughs) Right. So, um, so those are companies that are majority owned by someone who self identifies as a minority or a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, And those goals are really interesting because they're, Actual set asides in um, government contracts, and they're different on different levels. So mm-hmm. you've got the municipal level, the state level, the federal level, and then even within those, there's 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 different d- departments. Mm-hmm. And, right. So they're all different, but um, it just depends on who you're working with. But um, there's actual set asides in contracts in contracting mm-hmm. for for com- for businesses owned by people who identify that way. Mm -hmm. And so um, one of the hardest things in my role is actually finding enough companies to fulfill the goals. Right, right. Yeah.
1: And as companies, I mean, so companies that are getting funding by either city, state, federal, we are also mandated to make sure that we are using them on on uh, construction projects or Mm. purchasing. So our procurement has to go through that lens as well. Um, So I feel your pain in that because we're often like using the same ones. Sometimes uh, these companies can't do multiple projects at the same time, just based off of, you know, their capacity. So I guess for the listeners out there too, right? Like if Mm -hmm. you, if you have a business, if you are a minority or you're a woman, that's something that we should be considering and making sure that we're positioning ourselves you know, to, to be able to do that and get more income and, and resources in. So if you had to talk to uh, somebody that was interested in doing that, what would you tell them in terms of certifying themselves? Um,
2: well, I mean, OK, so a lot of assumptions, uh, assuming that it is a, like if you cut hair, I probably wouldn't encourage you to get okay. certified. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But maybe, um. Maybe you're a professional. Maybe you're an engineer, or maybe you have a construction company, or you provide some kind of a service. Catering, mm-hmm. Catering. A caterers. Uh-huh. yes, landscaping. I mean, there's so many, right? right? Um, I would definitely encourage you to look into that process. I know somebody who I yes. encourage. Can somebody, we do a, a, here, a quick shout
0: out, Jamil Cruz, to, to, Cruz Control Cruz Media. Control media
2: <laughs> that is a certified MVE, and I take partial credit for that. <laughs> I said, do this now. Um but uh yes, I would encourage you to do that. And and it's a lot of work and it's daunting and it's intimidating. But it's worth it. It is, however. Yeah. Go ahead, what were you going to say? I was gonna say
0: in certain sectors. It, right? Like we absolutely. were saying certain sectors, yeah. It is.
2: But also you still It's, 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 it's not an entitlement. So you still have to go out and find that work. You have to make yourself known. Right. And you have to be responsive. Mm -hmm. Right. So like you still have to network. Mm -hmm. You still have to go out there. And so, so when we talk about those set asides, right, I'll just give a little overview of procurement. Mm -hmm. You have tier one, Mm -hmm. which is the, the contracts that the government has with the large company. And then you have tier two, which are the contracts that the company has with small businesses. So subcontractors, Mm -hmm. subcontractors. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about tier two Mm -hmm. contracts. So networking with me is great because I can always point you. I can always redirect the, our tier ones to you, but you have to network with them too. Right. Right. I've got a big job and I've got a lot to do. So you can't, say oh well i know shatora Mm -hmm. so that'll be it no because i'm not always going to be thinking of everything at the i'm human too right Right. so so you've got to get out there and make yourself known to those companies and everything is public in government so if you want to know who does what when like you can ask to see like old bids you can ask to see old old responses Mm -hmm. to reports to to RFPs, right? Right. Directories, like all of that.
0: But ultimately it's referrals, I feel like, right? Referrals and like you said, networking. Networking.
2: Being on the list is absolutely important too. Like being certified in and of itself gets you on a list where we'll run. So when they're
1: looking when you're looking for painters that are certified, your name will pop up in a specific area. And people are looking for that. Right. So I think we're we're saying everybody out there, if you can do it. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, but Mm -hmm. I also, I wanted to ask you some other questions related to the city and, you know, kind of your response in terms of what's been going on. Mm -hmm. So, um, a lot of people, right. You think Buffalo fire, Mm -hmm. Buffalo police, like these are areas that, um, the city obviously has a hand in. So as we talk about social unrest and we talk about some of the things that have been happening, how has that been for you in your role? As a chief diversity officer, yeah. and what is your, I guess, connection point to those two areas within the city?
2: Oh, that's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. It's a lot. But I mean, true, yeah. look, right, um, looking at the watch. Hmm. <laughs> um, so you know, social justice is absolutely a huge part of government, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, you've like you even said, police and fire fall right. under our jurisdiction, right? um and so uh, so when when we are talking about social justice we look at it through what are the needs of everyone mm-hmm. like okay so we understand that police brutality and misconduct is a huge problem right right and it needs to be solved the root of that is really individual attitudes that you have to ameliorate over time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you can impact and change behavior through policy and procedure okay to a degree Mm -hmm. right and that's helpful with transparency and Mm -hmm. things like that um however it takes time to bring people to a new level of awareness and consciousness okay. of what acceptable, socially acceptable right. behavior is, right. right? And so we're working on... We, we are trying to kind of un, untangle generations yeah. mm-hmm. of of attitudes, mm-hmm. um, and that doesn't happen overnight. Right, so right. I'll say, like, my biggest struggle is helping to make those changes but also like as we're making those changes making sure they stick. Okay. You know, and that you don't you you don't do so much that it undoes itself. If right. that makes sense.
0: That makes perfect sense. That's that's interesting. And even what we talked about in the beginning of our podcast and then bias training and all that that's mm-hmm. really, you know, making sure like you said years of practices, years of you know, experiences that you personally have as a, as a person, because everyone comes from different areas, different right. backgrounds, and not necessarily undoing that, but also to making sure that training moving forward, make sure that it reveals some of those biases that you do have.
2: For sure. right? right. Yes. And for, I, I will say this, because I do think it's important for people to know, every year for 10 years before 2020, the shooting victim rate for the city of Buffalo went down. Okay, we were at an all time low in 2020, in 2019. Okay, And then 2020 has been different and it's been different throughout the rest of the the nation. There's so many, it's not, like it's not, it, yeah. it's not unique to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is that the reason why the, the, the number of shooting victims went down was through intentional work, mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. diversifying the the police force, through more community programs, through, you know, police building those relationships mm-hmm. within the community. Um, and so it it's knowing, and I know a lot of the the black and minority police officers as well, and knowing how many people on, on the police force care about who they work for right. and who they're there to protect. Right. Um, it always saddens me to see officers who, are who do behave inappropriately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or have misconduct because it takes away from our ability to appreciate the police officers that do right. work so right. hard right. for what they do.
0: Right. right, right.
1: So I know. I mean, there's people are talking about different policies and putting things in place so that. It does impact the the entire force. I know um, locally we've like banned chokeholds. Mm-hmm. That's something that mm-hmm. we did. Other communities are looking at like residency requirements for mm-hmm. police to live mm-hmm. within the cities that they operate in. I think that's something that I don't think gets enough attention. Um, yeah. yeah, like you know to talk about that and the intention behind that. If you are from a certain community and if mm-hmm. you grew up and live in a certain community, you might yeah. have a different appreciation yeah. exactly. for that community versus somebody who's coming from you, an outside perspective. Absolutely. Because you, know
2: you, I mean? you gotta park your car and, right on that block. You right, don't get yeah. to go to wherever. Right. You know? So yeah, and that's something um that we've had in the city of buffalo for the last few years okay mm-hmm. there has been a residency requirement for the last couple of, i don't know exactly how long right. it's been right mm-hmm. it predated me though so um you know that's huge mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and from that even you see a more diverse police force right and fire they have the same requirement
0: right right and it's interesting and even this summer Um, You know, we were talking about repealing, uh, you know, 50A and Mm -hmm, and all mm -hmm. that. And I think that legislatively is tying into all of these initiatives that are not going to happen overnight. Right. And I know a lot of people are demanding change right now. And there has been a significant movement in everything that's happened in the city. Um, Like you said, you know, this year is not just unique to Buffalo. It's across the nation. And so we just have to understand, you know, the pain, the rooted pain, deep-seated pain Mm -hmm. that everyone is experiencing and then making sure that these policies and procedures and a cultural change is a shift moving forward. So, no, it's really interesting.
2: And I I started talking about, like, when we look at um, you know changing policies we have to look at how it impacts everyone right yeah. well yeah. when we talk about an increase in gun violence what communities do you think is suffering right. the right. most right? right so when you have people from a community demanding maybe less policing mm-hmm. you know they, they call it defunding the police but really reallocating yeah. police resources yeah. right which is not the worst idea to reallocate resources to Mm -hmm. be more holistic but in and of itself that is a systemic problem Mm -hmm. not a police problem alone right Mm -hmm. so we have to be having that conversation number one but number two like when when you divert resources away from the people to keep you safe and it's also your neighborhood that's getting more shootings well how do we solve that how do we what do we do and it you you know from time to time like you feel like your hands are tied
1: Hmm. with Hmm.
2: that because
1: and that's tough I mean it's a it's a tough dynamic in itself because I think you said it right Kendra said it in terms of that
0: pain that that there's a lot of emotions that are high because mm-hmm. of a historical... And it's historic. Because a lot of people think e- it's that one incident. Right. And it's not as historical. Right. So you so have to, to get at it. Yep. Exactly. So to look at it from that perspective, like, you know, that's why
1: people are demanding more and they want mm-hmm. it done now because historically we've seen what that's looked like. But to your point, you also have to know how the government moves and how the government right. works. Mm-hmm. And I think um, those two can sometimes compete with, compete with um, each other. So... Something to think about.
2: Have y'all been to um the African American uh, Smithsonian In, in Washington and DC, DC three times. three yeah. times
1: and I still haven't gotten so, through yeah, all of it? So yeah, you can't you can't see yeah. you you need multiple trips for it.
2: I, I think I was there the year it opened in eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or did it open in seventeen maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. But I was the, I think I was there in eighteen, but I've only been once. Mm-hmm. But when you start in the basement, yes, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to take an elevator down to the depths of a slave. Y- yes. Yeah. Yep. It really reminds you of how throughout history we have always been less than human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now that we're talking about like how police interact sometimes with black people as opposed to white people mm-hmm. or maybe the media will. Or 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 maybe a a person of a lot of power will describe someone as a fine young man yes. mm-hmm. who is actually a domestic terrorist, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but when it comes to a a black man who's you know just trying to get back into his car, right? Mm-hmm. There's all you know. We, we can explain it away. And I'm only saying this not as an indictment on any one group or anything, mm-hmm. but just that historically, we have always been less than human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was even law that we were only three-fifths right. of a human. Right. And so, you know, thank you to all of these companies trying to do more specifically for black people. I just I just hope that... To Kendra's point, like it is genuine and it's not trendy
0: because
2: black ain't a trend. It's not a trend. Right.
0: We're trendsetters. But being black is not a trend. Being black is
2: not a trend. Right. Mm -hmm. And now, you know. Everybody
0: hopping on. Everybody wants to
2: hop on. But no, because you didn't have to. You you didn't.
1: but see, <laughs> did not have the pain that comes with it, guys. But I, I think to your point too, Kendra, where you were talking about get your resumes ready, this is this time can be I, I don't want to say equalizer because, you know, yeah. in terms of the disparities, that that's in itself right. a whole nother conversation we could have. But in terms of opportunity, this is truly an opportunity Resume. to mm-hmm. get yourself out there and to try to level right. set for you and your family. Right.
0: And like what Shatora said, you know, there was, you know, a person who currently you know, can have a position of power bringing other people up before them. Right. So now we have to do the same things. Exactly. We get into these positions of exactly. power. We get into, you know, have a seat at the table. Exactly. And we have to bring other people up as well. Right. You know. And that's
1: our, I think that's, the onus is on us in that, mm-hmm. in that
0: part. When you get mm-hmm. to a certain
1: level, certain role, please be looking at uh, the bench strength coming up yes. after you. Because if you're not planning for that, the succession plan, all that type of stuff, we're gonna s- right. we of going to sit still. Right. We are going
2: to sit still. Right. hmm put listen uh, the biggest compliment i've ever gotten is from a friend of mine she was like i don't really hear a lot about you except like you always trying to put somebody on and i'm like bet right i'll take that i'll take yes. that i'll take, I'll take that. that y'all need Same. to know nothing else about me exactly exactly <laughs>
1: yeah. but i'm looking yeah. at i'm looking at our time and we always like to give our guests an opportunity to um talk to talk to our listeners right people. like give us drop a gem gem of the day give us a gem of the day uh gem of the week what what should we be thinking about um, what you got for us? Oh, the
2: day. <laughs> I, day. you know, I, I, um, I have learned that I am an empath, okay. which, which isn't, you mm-hmm. know, we, we all, we're all against narcissists, but being an empath ain't always better. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not always better. Cause we internalize a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but as an empath, I am, um, way too in tuned to like the energy around me. And so I was even, I was actually talking to Kua yesterday just about some energy that was coming to me Mm -hmm. and how like I had to take a step away from it because even though I know that this person is well-intentioned and a friend at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. the energy that was being brought to me wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't mine. And Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, this person was trying to make it mine. Right. You know? And so w- w- what I'll say is that um, really just, like, whatever whatever you have, whatever energy you have, own it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Own it. And then because you, you're not going to be able to work through it until you've taken ownership of it. Right. Mm. So own your energy. Mm-hmm. Work through it. Emotions aren't a bad thing to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can take. Control over you, right? Um, and and even if that means you take up praying, you take mm-hmm. up meditation, yeah, you take up walking or running or something to help you flow through that. Do it, um, because everybody's going through it, and this is just a time where I right. think we all need to to have a little bit extra
0: grace for our each grace. other. Grace, I our love grace. that word, grace. Me too. Grace, yeah. grace. Grace is grown. Grace is grown. <laughs> grace is grown, but yes, yeah, grace. And it seems like a lot of our. Um, You know, the people who we bring on to our podcast talks about mental health and energy and positive vibes and all that. So it is definitely something that we should all practice day in and day out, actually just bought a book about mental health and wellness nice so i'm um, really excited to <laughs> to dive into that right um so um we have come to the end of our podcast yes. unfortunately because this has been a great conversation has been. thank you yes every time someone comes on I, I i get a little bit to like digest and take back and think about every week so thank you shatora for coming on i know you're not big on social media but where can <laughs> it, where can the people find you
2: if y'all want to slide into the video, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can follow me at Girl Donnie, at Girl
0: oh, Donnie, on, and on, on Instagram. And, your, oh, and
2: plug the podcast. Oh, and at the B Sweet Podcast, all things the B Sweet Podcast. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Instagram, Facebook, and the B Podcast dot com.
1: Amen. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for coming on. Yes. Yeah. Love you guys. Love yeah, you
0: too. Love you. All um,
1: positive vibes, Kendra. We will see
0: episode six episode six yes so again we always say if you have anything that you have any topics that anybody want to explore anything that you know you want to say to us any comments please let us know we'll address those on our um, podcast and we're looking for more topics we are we are so talk to us got a few more for the for the season left so hit us up y'all yeah
1: see you next week bye peace Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Black Gems Dive In Podcast.
0: Make sure you rate and subscribe on all of the major streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher.
1: Make sure you follow us on our social media platforms, at Black Gems Dive In on Twitter and Instagram, and at Black Gems Dive In Podcast on Facebook.